Generation X-Out is sponsored by All Seal Insulation. Help lower your power bill by 20%. See Les Pitts for all your insulation needs. Call Les Pitts at 601-508-7593 or you can find him on Facebook or LinkedIn at All Seal Insulation. Once again, that number is 601-508-7593. We'd also like to give a shout out to our two latest and newest sponsors, Samantha McMullen and Brandy Freeman. If you would like help sponsor the show, visit our website, anchor.fm slash generation exiled and click the support button you can become a sponsor for as low as 99 cents thank you for all you do who are you to wave your finger you must have been out your hair i hold deep in muddy waters you practically raised the dead You are listening to Generation Exile with your hosts, Landis and Daryl. Welcome to Generation X. My name is Katie Pickett, and I represent the city of Madison and Mayor Mary Hawkins Butler. The case before the court is not about the wisdom of legalizing medical marijuana. As Justice Coleman once wrote, this case could be about giraffes and the constitutional principles would be the same. What this case is about is the Secretary of State's unconstitutional determination of the sufficiency of the petition supporting Initiative 65. But they, you said it when you first um, stepped up, but I just, um, my children are watching probably on television. So I want to make sure that they understand. It is totally irrelevant what this court thinks about Initiative 65 or how we voted. This is strictly before this court on a constitutional issue, and each of us took an oath to abide by that constitution. Would you agree? Agree with that? I would absolutely agree with that. I would absolutely agree with that. Again, this is not about the wisdom of legalizing medical marijuana. It is about the plain language of Section 273.3. I was looking this morning just a, a couple constitutional things that are already in place. Uh, to the U.S. Constitution, the Second Amendment, it's 27 words long. The uh, amendment, the 19th, uh, the uh, granting women the right to vote, 39 words long. And are we to believe that the people who signed this petition read a 2,500-word proposed amendment before they signed those documents? Your Honor, 
state on the controversial decision by the state Supreme Court that strikes down legalizing medical marijuana in the state through the voter-approved ballot initiative 65. Now, concern continues to grow among lawmakers and some voters about what's next. After ruling three on your sides, Patrice Clark has their reaction. Janine Tate is the chairperson of the Mississippi Sickle Cell Foundation, and she also suffers from the disease and admits it's painful. But if people could actually experience the pain that we go through for even 30 seconds. She was shocked and saddened to learn the efforts to legalize medical marijuana in the state went up in smoke Friday. She says it would have helped her and others in her situation. Because it would have given us another avenue of pain relief. Friday, the Mississippi Supreme Court overturned Initiative 65, citing a flaw in the state's constitution that references five congressional districts. But Mississippi went down to four after the 2000 census, making it outdated. Uh, legislators have had a chance six or seven times over the last 20 years to update the rules of the initiative process. Social resident Donnie Collins has taken his frustrations to social media to start a new group called We Are the 74, which references the high percentage of Mississippians who voted for Initiative 65. He wants the governor to call a special session so lawmakers can handle this matter. Now the people of Mississippi are suffering because of their negligence. So what I would personally like to see would be for them to make right what, you know, what we voted for. A state representative, Dekeither Stamps, agrees a special session should be called sooner than later. Well, Mississippi needs an initiative process where people can uh, address the government and handle issues that, they are, that feel important to them. Reaffirm our commitment to the people by delivering uh, a medical marijuana program. And as the debate over medical marijuana's pros and cons continues, Collins sees more issues sparking because of the Supreme Court's decision. This encompasses Medicaid expansion, term limits, eminent domain, uh, voter ID. I mean, these are, I mean, these, these other initiatives are going to be challenged. I mean, it's, I've already gotten word there's, there's potential lawsuits coming out. Patrice Clark, three on your side. Now, we reached out to Madison Mayor Mary Hawkins Butler, who originally filed the lawsuit, arguing Mississippi's initiative process was outdated. We're still waiting to hear back from her. Meanwhile, the group We Are the 74 plans to hold a peaceful protest outside the Supreme Court building next Tuesday at 9 a.m. House Speaker Philip Gunn supports a special session as well, saying, quote, We 100% believe in the right of the people to use the initiative process to express their views on public policy. If the legislature does not act on an issue that the people of Mississippi want, then the people need a mechanism to change the law, end quote. About medical marijuana. This is clearly about Mary Hawkins Butler wanting to stop the initiative process in Mississippi so that the people of Mississippi never have a way to amend their own constitution. So let's look at her brief and see what they're talking about. All right, everybody. So I've pulled up Mary Hawkins Butler's brief that was filed with the court December 8th of 2020. And so let's just look through here. We've got all of our interested parties. And so let's keep in mind that this has nothing to do with medical marijuana. This is strictly about the constitutional well, I guess they're just putting the text of the proposed amendment. That's okay. They're just saying what's in there. All right. So let's keep going. Let's go to their constitutional part. 
way. Hmm. This is what two ounces of weed looks like. Oh, a New York article from 2014. This converts to about 150 joints, in parentheses, marijuana cigarettes, or 250 bowls, marijuana pipes. See, what does cannabis look like? A visual guide to cannabis quantities. Oh, and they put a, a nice little um, website on there that you can click on. So what does this have to do Maybe that was a typo or something left in because we heard Katie Pickett tell us not once but twice that this has nothing to do with medical marijuana or how they feel about marijuana. This is strictly a constitutional argument. Okay, well, maybe that was just accidentally left in there. Okay, that's fine. All right, we'll keep going. All right, so they have some appendixes attached. Let's see. This is, okay, they, uh, this was Mary Hawkins Butler's affidavit that she was attaching, just saying that she was obviously the duly elected mayor of Madison and that she's resided in Madison County for over a year. These are things that have to. She's never been convicted of a crime. I'm of legally sound mind. We'll come back to that. Um, I'm duly registered to vote. I make this affidavit in my individual capacity. Hmm. That's interesting. And it's just interesting because her individual capacity didn't pay for this lawsuit. The city of Madison did and the taxpayers. So that's uh, an interesting statement under oath. And again, you don't have to take my word for it. They post their city minutes on the website so everybody can just go look and it'll show you during their meetings where they approve the um, invoices to pay the attorneys that, that fought this um, discretionary lawsuit. All right, well, let's keep going. Let's see what other people say, because other people file briefs. So maybe the other briefs are strictly about the constitutional argument. Let's look. All right, guys. So we know that uh, Mary Hawkins Butler filed her brief. It's not about medical marijuana, though. It's about um, the constitutionality and, and specifically how legislators failed to do their job. Um, but let's look. This one was filed on behalf of the Mississippi Sheriff's Association. So let's see what they have to say about the constitutionality of it. Um, seeing a lot of, know the risk of marijuana, marijuana impaired, dri impaired driving, I said impaired, impaired driving, marijuana research report, marijuana research report. What do we know about the impact of the laws in marijuana? MDOT, persistent cannabis users, um, traffic fatalities linked to marijuana are up sharply in Colorado. Huh. All right, hold on. Let's see. So this association is made up of uh, sheriffs of 80 of the Mississippi's 82 counties. I wonder where the other two are. All right. So... Neither the petitioner's nor the respondent's brief address the potential impact of Initiative 65 on public's health and safety. However, data to date reveals potential issues pertaining to increased marijuana uses, driving while impaired, general crime, and general public health. Well, wait a minute. That's not what this is about. So this one was is WJTV. 
And so, let me see. Jill Ford said on Facebook, I appreciate and respect the court's decision. This was a high profile, complicated case, and I applaud the court for their diligence and hard work. In Madison County, you should be very proud of your mayor, Mary Hawkins Butler. She has once again been successful in protecting the people she has served for over 40 years. But protecting them from the initiative process? Uh, I guess, because this wasn't about medical, medical marijuana. All right, let's see. Now I commit to you to write a bill in January that will give those in need medical marijuana while protecting our property values and the lives of our children. No. See, now I'm confused again because everybody was making it clear that this wasn't about medical marijuana. This was a constitutional issue that they wanted to strip the voters of their rights to bring an initiative to amend their own constitution. And I guess the court would prefer that it, it stay under a hundred words so we can ensure that the great people of Mississippi, who I guess struggle to read and comprehend stuff. I know our education system is kind of bad, but most people I know can read um, and write and we wear shoes. Welcome back everybody, Generation Exile. I'm Landis. And I'm Daryl. And here we are again, Daryl. So hot topic, we're gonna get right on down to it. Here in the great state of Mississippi, on our last election, 74% of our population voted for Initiative 65. And for those who are not aware of what that is, that was the right for Mississippi to go with medicinal marijuana. Now, 74% voted for this, okay? And just the other day, Mother Mary Bitch Queen of Madison County decides, oh, it's unconstitutional, pretty much how it got on the ballot, if I'm not mistaken, huh, Daryl? Right. That's what, that was her argument. So, next thing you know, Supreme Court decides, you know what? We're going to overturn it. And how many people's on the Supreme Court? Is it nine? Yes, it's nine. All right, so we got nine people wearing a robe, you know, cross-dressing with their little gavels. And uh, they pretty much told us that our vote didn't count. Our vote didn't count in America. Yeah. And actually, that number is six to three, which we'll discuss that later. But there were three judges. Um, so when it gets time for re-election time, we know there was three judges that did side with the people. Who were they? Do we know their names? Uh, yes, I have their names. Uh, I have their names here somewhere. We'll discuss we'll get that. To that in yeah, a minute. we'll discuss that in a minute. So, Daryl. What you got for us? Daryl's been doing a lot of research on this, and I, I have to give him props because this is something it hits home for me on many levels. I have a, a child with disabilities and special needs, and this type of medicine could be beneficial for him as he progresses through life or tries to. And it goes for millions of people across the state. Um, my first, my first point that I would like to make is right now, because since it's such a hot topic, you're going to hear on the news a lot that they're going to try to say that it wasn't 74%, it was only 58%. And let me explain what they, what they mean by that. 58% voted for initiative 65, 74% voted for legal marijuana. Um, uh, that's true, and that is a fact. So there were some people, 
that did vote for 65A, which we can discuss that in a second because the 65A was thrown in there to like mess things up too. Um, to confusion when you vote. And, and confusion, and they, they tried to spread some lies, and what it did was it got the people who were for medical marijuana but believed all the rhetoric about it being bad and was like, okay, well, it should only be used for this and there should be no smoking it and blah, blah, blah. They created 65A. Mm -hmm. But 74% voted for some form of medical marijuana. And that's a huge number to just turn away. That's almost three quarters of the population of Mississippi. That's literally three out of four people. Right. That's exactly three like, or four people. <laughs> so it so they can try to confuse you with that number and make it like because Super Talk Radio Mississippi, which is very popular, they have their own radio talk show. They play on like several Mississippi uh, radio shows uh, in the morning time. There, when Kevin New uh, Ken Newberger. Kevin Newberger, Ken Newberger, whatever his name is, he's for the uh, legalization of marijuana, the organization in Mississippi. He was on a radio show, and I'll play that clip. Um, he was on a ra- he was on a radio he was on the radio show, and he was discussing that it was seventy four percent that there needs to be a special session called by uh, Governor Reeves. Because that was a huge amount. And the radio guy was very adamant that it was only 58%. And that that's barely, that's only 9% over barely making it. And that's not true. When you say it like that, it seems like that, but that's not true. 74% was for it. Mm-hmm. Some kind of it. All right. They may think that you only need to be eating gummies and weed brownies. But seventy and not smoking it, but seventy four percent was for some form, even if it was pills, was -hmm. for some form of medical marijuana. Correct. And I don't see how when you're somebody like the governor, and this is where we got to give, uh, go ahead and say, uh, tip your hat to uh, Philip Gunn. I don't know who he is. Uh, I can't remember exactly what district he is. I think he's up there, like around the Jackson area. He's not our representative or whatever. That's Palazzo. Um, but uh, he he has been very adamant on uh, saying that uh, Tate needs to call a special session. And also, uh, let's see, what was his name? Chad King, which is a lawyer from the Richland area. Uh, he, he's been a big part of it and drafting 65A and, and being an attorney and everything. And he, he's been really helpful. Uh, so if you see him run for office, which he's been talking about in that area, y'all need to remember his name. Something to keep in mind right there. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get you the judges in just a second that, uh, actually were on your side. I so want- while you find that real quick, I, I just want to hit on something. All right. So this is the part that really, really just pisses me off. All right, so like you said, 58%, 74%. Right. Democracy, people. What the hell our shit is based on, democracy. If it's 51%, it passes. Whether we like it or not, that's how it works. Get the hell over yourself. Get over your feelings. This is something we have done. This is something we're going to continue to do. 
I don't care if it's 51%, 74%, damn it. This is what was supposed to happen. This is what the people wanted. And our elected officials are there to represent who? Us. The people. And the people I've spoken. And for those nine shitheads to get even consider to sit down and throw it out just because somebody didn't dot an I or cross a T, come on. That's what what you just said is what everybody is angry about that nobody can understand. You have had this error since 2000 or 92, whichever one. I've, I've heard both years. I'm not exactly sure, but whatever it was, you've had this, this little issue. We've had lots of petitions. The state flag, which we're not going to talk about whether or not it needs to go away or not. I'm just saying that that was an issue. Voter ID. Nobody has you know, brought it up during those times. And you're going to say that it's not about marijuana, but as soon as marijuana gets passed, that's when you decide to bring the little legality up and say that we need to fix it. So now everything's in question. And I really in question the integrity of one, our Supreme Court. And then it's, this is a scary time, folks, whether you realize or not, but this is definitely, if this isn't writing on the wall, you as blind as they come. I'm sorry. You need some glasses. You need a stick, some braille. We'll write it in braille for you. But this is some straight up bullshit. So like I said, Daryl's gone through the liberty of really looking over the whole process, the paperwork and everything. So Daryl, what you got for us right now? All right. Well, what I have in my hand right now is the actual judgment that's 58 pages long of what actually happened on... Friday. So, uh, the attorneys that were for the petitioners, uh, meaning for uh, Mother Mary and her group, is Katie Pickett, Adam Stone, Andrew Harris, and Chelsea Brannon. And um, so, the first person you hear from is Justice Justice Coleman, and he's constantly sitting there trying to state that it has nothing to do with uh, marijuana itself, but the way the law is, um, the way the law is actually written is a mistake. And it says, uh, uh, one thing it says right here, as the, as the petition was certified in error, the petitioners contend that all subsequent actions are void. Put that in layman's terms, because... That's just, he's basically saying that because of the error that the, that our vote was, um, is void. Um, because what he's fixing to mention is there's actually one of these judges that appears, it doesn't really say that in writing, and I haven't heard anybody else say it, but it appears that he's scolding them. And I want to find out who that judge is, because it's very important that we keep somebody like that on the court. And he um, was one of the three, obviously. And like, I'll get to it in a, pen, a minute because the the judges' uh, wordings are in here also, and they start, you know, they'll start mentioning in a second of how uh, somebody's accusing them of something. All right, um, right here it says Justice Maxwell also writes that we conclude that the reduction in rep- representation unintentionally stopped the ballot initiative process from working. We have no idea what the drafters of Section 273 did or did not foresee. 
it is wholly within the realm of possibility that the drafters foresaw or even hoped for a drop in congressional representation that would render the ballot process initiative unworkable. So Justice Maxwell is basically saying like, um, I'm turning in layman's terms how Daryl would say it. Man, y'all did that shit on purpose. Yep, there it is. So y'all could use it when you wanted to. And yep. now you're trying to use it, and it's wrong. So They know what they're doing. And then Katie Pickett, the attorney, argues that in in the video, if they, I guess they had it live stream. I didn't see it, and I don't I don't have access to it right now. But um, one of my questions about this whole situation is: is what does this whole issue? What about it really strikes Mother Mary, bitch queen of Madison County, to really hone in on this and be like, oh, I've got to put a stop to this? What about this initiative is going to mess her up? Because it's got to be something. I mean, we're talking about a lady who has somehow been a damn mayor for almost 40 years. How does that even happen? How does that not happen? I mean, I mean, 40 years as a mayor? Well, and, yeah. Um, and she, she took office when she was like 28, something like that. She was young. How does that happen? What does she have on that community? And right now, she's got Mississippi by the balls somehow. She obviously got the judges by the balls. So I'm curious of what about this initiative threatens her? Is it financially? Is it what? So I've heard that there's some pharmaceutical companies in that area. Is that true? Do you know anything about that? I've heard that rumor too. I don't know how true, but and I apologize. I hadn't done my research on that. I tell you what, we can't just blame Mary though. We have to blame the city of Madison because um um. In her affidavit that she filed, it says that she is the sole solemn person. But if you'll see right here in the paperwork, like on uh, page eight of it, it says the city of Madison argues that it is likely to experience an adverse effect different from any adverse effects suffered by the general public. The city contends that its zoning authority will be uh, adversely affected by Initiative 65. Hmm. So, the city of Madison, that's because she used taxpayer money, and that's public record. You, they, you, the, ta- the supervisors and the city, they post their minutes, you know, in, usually in the local paper and usually um, on the website. You can go see that, that the taxpayers paid for this, for all of it. Um, so, not to interrupt you, I'm sorry. Hawthorne Pharmaceutical Incorporated. Where are they located? (gasps) Madison, Mississippi. Ah, there we go. Madison, Mississippi and Hawthorne Pharmaceutical Incorporated. I'm sure that has nothing to do with it. I wonder how much she donates to Mother Mary. Mm. But that's probably exactly, I mean, you know, you you just proved that one. Like when you said that, so... Dire she blow. <laughs> and I'm sure she's a blowing. Let me see what else we have here. They're saying the Secretary of State has failed to identify in the record any factual support for his latches argument. 
The argument lacks grounding in Republic and Democratic principles. Mississippi's government can only validly act in ways in which it has been given power to act by the people of Mississippi, regardless uh, regardless of an erroneous action taken by her government, the state of Mississippi persists in the organic state in which her citizens have formed her. Hmm. What a bunch of word garbage. I'm telling you. For the foregoing reasons, we find the Secretary of State's latches argument to be without merit. So, let me ask you a question. In Madison County... What are all little towns or cities in Ma- in Madison County? Do we have is Canton, Mississippi, one of them? Is it? Mm-hmm. Is that in Madison County? I'm not sure. I think so. Maybe. Yeah. Because if it is, you got two more for uh, pharmaceutical companies. Uh, you have, we'll see, Alleges Pharmaceuticals. I guess that's how you pronounce it. And Larkin Laboratories. It's a lot of pharmaceutical companies in one little area right there. And I'm sure they're not into growing marijuana. It's it's also mentioned by Delbert Hoseman that the legislature never made any serious attempts to amend it uh, to conform to the new reality. Um, but basically, the people did when they voted and signed it. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, 74% majority... And people knew what they were voting for. And, I mean, I mean, the way they worded it by putting two different questions, you have one way to answer it right, and you have three ways to answer it wrong. And still, whether it's fifty-eight percent voted for what, or seventy-four percent voted for what, the people have spoken. That's what I can't get over is how they can just throw that out the window. Yeah. Um... Let's say Biden didn't write his name on there correctly. He forgot to put his birthday on page 12 of the application. And Justice Chamberlain. Justice Chamberlain accuses us of of disabling the Constitution, the very thing we agree that we have the duty of interpreting. We do no such thing, is what uh, Mother Mary's team is saying, (laughs) uh, which is a lie. Mother Mary. Uh, I mean... It's very obvious what, okay, so you just finally pulled up that there's a pharmaceutical company in Madison and a couple in Canton. Right if, around Madison, if, if, too. Yeah, right around Madison. All right, so you have you have that right there. Um, and then uh, Mother Mar- uh, Mary Butler had her first affidavit that she filed, and as, as you heard in that clip earlier from Chad King, um, mentions that, all right, so the affidavit that um, Mary filed, her original affidavit, there is a part in there where it starts to mention what, like, a ounce of weed looks like, how many joints it makes, that it makes 15 joints. Uh, it mentions in there that people uh, are going to start smoking it in the public, even though that's a law that they can't do that. Um, there's also several links and mentions and paragraphs in that affidavit that re- uh, refers to driving while impaired, um, a couple of sheriff reports from from counties that have legalized marijuana trying to 
trying to de- defer it. And it also the the also mentions one of the best parts is is that she tries to word it like every house like in a suburb area is going to start growing like little miniature marijuana farms in their backyard or good. something. I know good, but I wish I would. But that's not like how it happens. Like th- there was an episode on South Park that made fun of that with Tegrity Farms where he got mad because everybody was growing weed in their backyard. The name of that episode is The Mexican Joker. Oh, yeah, it was The Mexican. I forgot about The Mexican Joker part of it. Tegrity Weed. <laughs> I was so caught up on that part. But he got mad because he wasn't selling as much or whatever. Obviously, this bitch has never left Madison County. But everybody that wanted <laughs> 65A more than the non-smoking part was they want to be able to pick. And this is what's the most important out of it. They want to be able to pick who has their hands on that money. Mm-hmm. Landis can't go to the website and spend his hard-earned money and buy a license because, I don't know, his name is Landis and fuck him. There you go. I want... I want John Havard to be the marijuana farm of George County, and nobody can grow it but John Havard. And that that's really what it's about. And being I don't with know a, John Havard. Is there John Havard? No, I don't think We're just so. Making if that there name is, up. I just made that name up. But that's very important I see to say. exactly what you're saying, man. It's it's the, the select handpicked <laughs> elite who get to control this, that, or the other. But, I, you know, Going back to what this lady is describing in her affidavits and whatnot, this lady is oblivious to the world. Leave Madison County, lady, and don't don't go to the Smokies. Go somewhere where people are people, all right? And guess what? People do smoke in public. People do drive impaired. Guess what? People drink in public. People drive impaired. People are going to do dumb shit regardless, okay? Whether you legalize it, well, you don't legalize it. It's still going to happen. People are still going to do dumb shit. There's nothing you can do about it. I'm sorry, but it just—it really just hits a nerve for me that our voices aren't heard. What do you got to do to be heard? We have obviously thrown democracy out the window. You know, yeah, what you just said. I That's been brought up a lot, too. And, like, I'm not, like for violence or saying anything crazy or anything like that. But like how many times does like stuff like this got to happen before you start getting to where you want to fight about it? Whatever fight means, you know, I'm not saying like physical kind like BLM, but I'm just, you know, oh, the peaceful protesting you mean. Yeah, but I'm just... burn everything down like, to have insurance. Because I've made that debate before. Like, nobody can seem to understand what why they get so angry to a point where they start, like, going in buildings and stuff. And I'm not saying that's good or whatever. And a lot of them don't agree with that either. That's a few out of the whole entire organization. But I'm just saying, like, how... How many times do we have to legalize weed and you take it away before... Uh, some innocent dude that just has uh, $20 worth of weed in his console decides that he's going to punch the cop because he doesn't want to go to jail because he's already voted it in two or three times anyway. <laughs> and, you know, you just keep taking it away. And you, you're not, you're not, like, you're not going to understand that part, you know, that person's feelings when something bad happens. 
if you get what I'm trying to say. What I would love to see, I would love to see people do their peaceful protest in Madison County. And what I mean by peaceful, you've watched the news. You know what Democrats uh, label as a peaceful protest. So long as these buildings have insurance, oh, it's fine to break windows and set them on fire and just act a fool. But, you know, here's the thing. This is why it won't happen, even though it probably should to teach this bitch a lesson. I'm sorry, but that's what you are. You're being a bitch. Anywho, the reason why it won't happen is because you're in Mississippi and people got shit to do. We got to go to work. We got to take care of our kids. All right. We're not living off the system as much as everybody else across the country. And so we got a, and we, we got, got a conscience. Jobs. And we got a conscience. We just don't want to hurt people, really. We don't. Right. That, we, that's a Mississippi thing. We don't want to hurt people. I'm not going to lay hands on you until you lay hands on me. But right now, you're pissing me off. You're pissing off everybody. The people who elected you. The people you're supposed to represent. And right now, you're just representing yourself and your own fucking agenda. I said what I said. Yeah, she's been, she's fixing, I think, get a wake up call, or we're fixing to learn uh, about some more corruption because, you know, Madison County and Ridgeland and that whole area, uh, they, they, there was a lot of signers from there on that petition. And it's got to do she, with damn pharmaceutical and, company. And people have been making that, you know, making that, that comment lately. And, and I know that some of those people are like are from outside of her voting area. So she on like her Facebook and stuff and like a couple of news, local news channels have been posting that she won against somebody uh, recently, a couple of years ago or whatever for the mayor at 84 percent. So she did win at a large rate. But I bet you they didn't think about the petition. She had already won that election before she started writing that affidavit. See what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. once she wrote it, I, I don't know how long a, a mayor's term is, if it's four years or six years or whatever, but like I don't think that you'll see Mary in her own hometown unless, you know, I don't know. Here's some food for thought. All right, think about this. Hawthorne Pharmaceutical is in Madison County. How much do you think Hawthorne Pharmaceutical has to pay on property tax to be in Madison County? I'm sure it's through the roof. Now, I'm not sure, right off the top of my head, what Hawthorne Pharmaceutical Company makes, but I'm sure it's a pill. And I'm sure if you take that pill, it has side effects. And then you wind up taking a pill for those side effects, and it's a fucking chain reaction of pills. All right? And I bet you, if you go back to pill one, I bet you it's something that could probably be treated with marijuana. Simple as that. A plant. There's no money in that. At least not for them. Not for Madison. Just some food for thought before we wrap it up. All right. Well, I guess that does it for this episode. Um, I'm sure that we'll have more on this topic soon as more news is created. Because right now it seems like everything's quiet because it sounds like we've actually pushed Tate Reeves into considering a special uh, session. I don't know, but when is the problem? I'm telling you, all eyes are on him. Yeah. I don't... You see, what 
drives me bonkers is is that they're trying. I don't. They're not just trying to do it right away. They're trying to like put. I've heard January also mentioned too as a date, like January. Like so, what's six more months? Like if they're gonna legalize it anyway, then why did they buy six months? And that's what gets me. Like, what are they planning on doing in that six months? Making more felons so they can't vote? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Like, what are they what are they planning on doing? But, regardless, anyways. Yeah, I mean, like I said, everybody's watching them right now. That's for damn sure. You know, what they decide to do could really be, uh, put it this way, Tate, you got 2.98 million eyes on you in Mississippi right now, seeing what you're going to do. And remember, they vote. Whether it counts or not, we're still going to vote. Because this is based on democracy. It's what our country is based on. It is what it is. All right, so I guess we're fixing to wrap it up this episode. I'm Landis. And I'm Daryl. See you. Thank you for listening to Generation Exile. Make sure you go to our website, anchor.fm slash Generation Exile. Become a sponsor for as low as 99 cents. It really helps out. If you'd like to have your business on our show or become a personal sponsor, please give us a contact. Just go to our Facebook at Generation Exile or our website and send us a message.